Welcome to Words of Life, Love, and Freedom. I'm your host, Paul McKibben, and I'm going to be sharing today about being attracted to the light. Now, when Jesus came to this world, to this earth, he came as a, a child, a baby. He was born of a virgin birth, and he experienced life just as we experience life. He even experienced temptation, but he never sinned. <clears throat> but when Jesus was, had, had, when his ministry had become more active, and he was going around and was preaching and um, setting people free from various things, he was, he was known, he had said at one point in scripture that he was the light of the world. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit about being attracted to that light, the light of Christ. Um, because when we get saved and we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, his Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us, and His Holy Spirit is also known as the Spirit of Christ. So just as Jesus Christ was known as the light of the world, because His Spirit dwells in us, we also are lights. We're not the light of the world, but we are lights to shine and reflect His glory in this dark world that we live in. So you know... A lot of people take for granted the fact that <clears throat> that we have forgiveness of sin and we can repent of our sin and it's like the Lord wipes our slate clean, like starting all over again. And so a lot of people will think that, okay, I'm going to get right with the Lord and then I'm going to go do what I want to do. I'm going to live the way I want to live for tonight or for now. And then they just think that, okay, well, you know, I'm good. I'll just repent afterwards and everything will be fine. Well, that's not really the proper attitude that we as Christians should have. We should honor and respect our bodies. <clears throat> because our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So it's really important for us to always remember that the things that we put our bodies through, whatever it may be, we're subjecting the Holy Spirit to these things, the Spirit of Christ. Now it also says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10, For to this end... We both labor and suffer reproach 
because we trust in the living God who is the Savior of all men, especially to those who believe. So this is just a little glimpse. This is talking about suffering reproach. I'm going to talk a little more about that. You know, it says also in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So that's almost promising or guaranteeing that at some point in our life or for some time in our life that we will will more than likely suffer persecution, that we will suffer persecution. But you know what is a good, awesome promise that God makes us? He uh, he actually, he they pose a question um, in Romans. Uh, Paul does, the Apostle Paul. In Romans chapter 8, verse 35, he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? So this is a question. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And this is the answer in the following verses. As it is written... For your sake, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that's the answer right there, that there's no no thing, nothing or no thing, no created thing, that can ever separate us from the love of God, ever, unless we let it. If we let the hindrances and the worry and the stress and the anger and bitterness and all these other things that the enemy likes to use to to chip away at us and break us down and cause us to be all afraid and um, worried about things, if we're operating in fear and not faith, then it's going to feel like that the love of God is nowhere to be found it can feel like that at times but there's actually nothing no created thing no created thing whatsoever that can ever separate us from the love of God if we as long as we stand firm and we believe and we operate in faith And you know, really, that is an awesome promise because when we're talking about being attracted to the light, that being attracted to the light, you know, when we first get saved, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us 
And see, when Jesus was in this world, he was known as the light of the world. When people get saved, you know, Jesus, he had ascended back to heaven. Well, then his Holy Spirit came, the, the Spirit of Christ. And so it's the Holy Spirit is available to anyone who wants to accept the Holy Spirit, to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and his Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, will come and dwell in you. But when the Spirit of Christ or the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you, because you have the Spirit of Christ living in you, we are also a light to this dark world. We're not the light, but we are a light, and we are a light that reflects God's glory. And it lights up these dark places in this world but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that and so we need to remember it says in um, Proverbs chapter 16 verse 18 pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall so we don't want to let our heads get too swelled up we don't want to get all puffed up with pride because Pride usually comes before the fall. And trust me, I know I have fallen flat on my face plenty of times before because I got puffed up and I let my pride get in the way. It says also in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23, a man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. So if we humble ourselves before the Lord, we will retain honor in his sight. <clears throat> it says in John chapter 8, verse 12, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Now, this is another, this is a reference to Jesus saying that he is the light of the world. And if we follow him, we won't walk in darkness. We will be walking in the light if we follow Jesus. But sometimes it's real easy to get to get sidetracked and kind of stray or wander a little bit. So we need to be careful to always stay surrendered to the Lord and always stay prayed up and read God's word and repent. Every chance we get, every time we feel we've done something wrong, or every time we know we've done something wrong. And sometimes we have done something wrong and don't even realize it. So it's always good to just pray every day. Pray every chance you get. We can never pray enough. And prayer is the most powerful weapon we got. It also says in John chapter 9 verse 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So when Christ was walking this earth, he was the light of the world. And it said in that verse, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So like I said, Jesus had ascended back to heaven after um, his resurrection. And when he ascended to heaven, there was a period of time there was uh, between his ascension and when the day of Pentecost took place. And when the day of Pentecost came, that's when he sent the promise of the Father 
his helper, his Holy Spirit, his comforter, the Spirit of Christ, to come and dwell in all believers, and also to be available for those in, from that point on that accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior, so that the, the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, could come and dwell in them. And when the Spirit of Christ comes to dwell in them, that makes them also a light of Christ. Um, a light into this, in this dark world. And uh, now they are not the light, but they are a light. Because they have the Spirit of Christ living in them. And so when we reflect God's glory and our walk um, shows that we're living for God and we're surrendered to God and we're doing the things that we know we should be doing, then our, our light of Christ that is in us is a reflection of God's glory. It's a reflection of the light that comes from Christ. And so it's really important for us to remember that, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that, and I, I know that nobody's perfect. We, you know, a lot, all of us make mistakes and we all sin. But the, the goal is to sin as little as possible, to try to do our best to live a pure and righteous life. Now, I'm not trying to sound haughty or prideful. That's just the goal. No, Nobody can live a sinless, perfect life. We won't be able to do that until we go to be with our Heavenly Father in Heaven, when we're living with Christ in Heaven. Then we will attain perfection when we stand before Him as children of God. But the thing that we need to make sure that we remember is that in this life, we're, we're being perfected because He's shaping and molding us into His image, but we will not reach perfection until we go to be with Him. So being attracted to the light is what is what we should uh, allow to happen. You know, once we have gotten saved, the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of Christ comes and dwells in us, we... We usually have a desire to want to start doing some things in a way of serving God, in the way of doing things that we know God would want us to do. So in essence, we're allowing His Holy Spirit, the Spirit that is in us now, to be drawn to Him, to bring us into a closer fellowship with Him so we are being attracted to the light. We're being attracted to the light in a way that's going to bring us into a more intimate, more closer fellowship and relationship with Him. And that's an awesome thing to think about, being attracted to the light. Because today is New Year's Eve. It's December 31st, 2022. And we all need to realize the importance of, of, of the benefits we have of getting saved, 
having the Holy Spirit living in us, dwelling in us, and that His Spirit is always trying to draw us closer to Him. So in essence, we are attracted to the light, the light of God, the light of Christ, because His Spirit is life and His Spirit is light. It's the Spirit of Christ that's living in us, in essence. And so the light of Christ, of the Spirit of Christ that is living in us, is drawing us and wooing us to Him. It is attracting us to Him. We are attracted to the light. That awesome light of God that shines so brightly. And so I'm going to share this piece now um, called Attracted to the Light. And um, this episode will be the last episode of of this particular uh, season Season one has been going on for the entire year of 2022. And so the next podcast episode that I will do after this one, um, it'll be season two and I will be starting over at episode number one, but it'll be like a continuation of where I'm leaving off at the end of the first season. So this is attracted to the light. I will worship and honor you, my King. I praise you, dear Lord, and I give you all the adoration above everything. I have your Holy Spirit living inside of me, and your Spirit causes me to be attracted to the light. O God, you are such a loving God, compassionate, tried, and true, and you're always so perfectly right. O God, when your Spirit draws us, We are attracted to the light. In most cases, when we are on this spiritual journey of seeking you, the enemy tries to get in our way and we have to get into a fight. As we are constantly being drawn by your spirit, we are attracted to the light. We are in a battle against the enemy as he tries to pull us away to do evil We all the more are trying to stay the course and do what's right. As I am being drawn by your spirit, I am attracted to the light. O God, I can only pray that you will keep me close and not let me out of your sight. Dear Lord, I love, honor, and serve you, and I am attracted to the light. I serve a wonderful, all-knowing, all-powerful God. And you are not limited in might. As I spend time with you writing the song that is written on my heart, I am attracted to the light. As I am serving you, I am breaking the chains that bound me. I am overcoming obstacles in my way. And I, in the name of Jesus, am sending the enemy to flight. I am attracted to the light. And I will not turn my back on my Savior. O God, continue helping me be the man of God you have called me to be and molding and shaping my behavior. I want to go deep in the things of your spirit. I am attracted to the light. 
Oh God, help me to stay the course and not lose my way because of losing my spiritual sight. I praise you, O oh God, that you have gotten me, that you have gotten a hold of my life, and now I'm attracted to the light. Hallelujah, that now I'm a child of the light from the life of Christ that is in me, and I am no longer a child of the night. O oh God, I praise you that I'm no longer a child of the night. I worship you, my King. I want to live for you and follow your ways because I am attracted to the light. Attracted to the light, I soar like an eagle in the heavens because I'm free. I'm attracted to the light. I will serve you to the fullest and yield myself to you as a willing vessel and to fulfill being the man of God you've called me to be. So praise God. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast episode, Attracted to the Light. I hope you've enjoyed all the episodes I've put out this past year. I think it was like January 2nd, I think. 2022 was when I did my first podcast episode. Um, I've done 28 of them, I think, this past year. Uh, that's how many I did in season one. Um, I'm trying to get better about doing them a little more frequently. Um, sometimes it's hard to find the time to do it. I just got so much going on right now. Um, but I really hope you've enjoyed these podcast episodes and continue to stay tuned in, continue to follow the podcast. Uh, there will be more coming. Um, just be looking for season two, uh, episode one and so on after that, uh, praise God and know that God loves you. And I do too. And I just hope and pray that you had an awesome year. And I pray especially that you have an awesome new year that these new beginnings with the new year coming up, that it'll be new beginnings for each and every one of you. And it'll be new beginnings and new opportunities into the Lord expanding you. And the Lord um, just really growing you in, in Him. Growing you in His Word and in the, His Spirit. And just uh, really making uh, things rich for you and and fertile and giving you fertile ground to grow where you've been planted so praise god you have a wonderful day have a happy new year and i just uh the i just will say this the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace Shalom. Praise God. Amen. Bye-bye.